Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. It is your hostess with the fucking mostess, Angel Wallace-Miles. Oh my goodness, I am so excited because I am joined by one of our OG, like I'm talking O-fucking-G listeners, Jazz. Hello, Jazz. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? I am so, so good. I was scrambling myself to get into this interview because, guys, today has been a hectic day. It's just one of those days where you sleep in and things kind of snowball and you go, oh my gosh, ha, how is it already five o'clock? That's just how life do be and we got to keep it real out here. And Jazz, you were saying you've had a slow morning as well, hey? Yeah, I got up, you know, I didn't get up too long ago, but it's only eight o'clock here. So nice chilled slow morning for me to hopefully set the tone for the rest of the day. Mm, and that's the key, hey, your morning set the tone. And I had a frantic morning this morning and then it sets the tone for the rest of the day. Whereas yesterday was a chill morning, had a chill day. It, it, they're so intertwined and it's something that you just got to keep fucking up to learn. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jazz, for people listening, they're kind of going to be like, who, who is this person? Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? So can you kind of give us the lowdown of who are you? What's your job? What do you do? Where do you live? What's a normal day in your life? 
Yeah, so I'm Jazz. I'm 21 years old and I live in the UK in the West Midlands. Not going to go too specific because nobody ever knows where it is. So I'm just going to say West Midlands. <laughs> um, so my day to day is I'm a marketing and sales support um so i just sort of manage the marketing elements for my business um the sales elements for my well i say my business it's not my business but somebody else's business so i'm very sort of like creative i write a lot i do a lot of writing um but then i'm also doing a lot of the analytical kind of boring stuff but it pays the bills it gets the job done I love that. I love it so much. And it, you can really feel the creativity, especially when you message me or Jazz always gives me ideas about the podcast because your marketing <laughs> brain, I'm sure it's just like tick, 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 tick. So I love that so much. And I love how creative you are. Now, I love to start these episodes with a spoiler. I'm the person who like, clicks the 10 second like fast forward so often that my partner yeah Thomas is like Mm. Angel why are you watching this film you've just you already know what happens I'm like I know I know (laughs) but I'm I just I'm not that type of person so let's spoil the ending of this podcast for everyone we'll be talking about gym anxiety we'll be talking about becoming that gym girl and all of those types of related things but let's cut to the chase where are you now with your fitness and why do you think I've chosen to have you on this podcast. I'd say comparing it to 365 days before today, I am in two completely different worlds with my fitness, not necessarily just my physique and how I physically look, but just all round general fitness levels has completely changed. Like I'm able to be in the gym and not give a shit. I'm able to take up space without giving a shit. Like I'm able to move my body and do movements that I never even thought I would be able to do myself. Like I saw all these other like influencers and like gym influencers doing these movements. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm never going to be able to do that. But here I am doing it. Mm, Yeah, she absolutely fucking is. And it's so interesting because I remember I uh, Jazz was one of my clients for a short period over December, I think it was December or January uh, 2023, so December 2022, and you were in that starting point and we were slowly dipping your toes in there and to see you now doing deadlifts, doing hip thrusts, doing squats in the fucking gym in the quote-unquote big boy area is just yeah. so epic to witness. That's so, so exciting. So, <laughs> you know, going back to December 2022, what what were you like? What was your headspace like? Take me there. It really was just sort of like, you know, the cliche when people say like they hit the low of the low, like mm-hmm. I really was at the low of the low, not necessarily with my mental health, but just with how I felt about myself. Like it was just getting to the point where I was sat there every day and I was like, I need to make a change. Like I need to do something, but I don't know how to do it. And it was the sort of period where I knew I needed to make a change, but I just had absolutely no idea how to action it and like where to even start. And like I said, I was just sat there, like I was working because I, I I work from home. So I was just sat there every day and I was just sort of like, I was getting to the end of the day and I was just really frustrated with myself because I'd not done any movement and I was feeling sluggish. Like I physically felt it in my body that I needed to go and do something. But go, going back to my mindset, I didn't, I didn't have the drive or just any of like the positive reinforcements that I needed in my brain to actually get me up and even just figure out a plan of what I needed to do or how I could do something. I was just, I was just repeating the stagnant cycle of just sat there complaining, feeling sluggish and gross, but not being able to do anything about it because I had no idea where to even start. 
Mm. So what did you do? You know what I mean? There's going to be so many women listening to this going, I am in the same boat. Maybe they've searched the word gym girl on Spotify and this has come up. Your episodes come up as the most recent one and they're just sitting there going, oh, it's New Year's, whatever, new me, but they don't feel like a new me. They feel like the same mm-hmm. low version yeah. of themselves. What What did you do? What were the first, like, I guess, if I think about a clog turning, what were the first turns? Honestly, whether this is the greatest or the worst thing in the world, honestly, it was social media. Like, you know, quite often in your episodes, you talk about like doom scrolling and just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. For me, it was sort of like weight loss scrolling. Like the reels came up on Instagram and it was sort of like a flashback of how much weight this woman had lost in the year. And, you know, she wasn't massively overweight, but she also wasn't petite build. So it was more relatable to me as sort of like a mid-sized kind of girl. Um, and I was like, if she can do it, why can't I? And then I just kept on scrolling and scrolling and I just kept on seeing more and more. And it it was weird because it was almost as if something just clicked in my brain. I was like, oh my God, like I'm ready to do it. Like I can do it. And then from there, I was like, okay, how, like, what steps do I need to take to actually start this? Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to run? Am I going to go to the gym? Am I going to swim? Am I going to do dance workouts at home? Like that was the beginning was honestly just social media was seeing other people do it, knowing that if they could do it, why couldn't I realistically, no matter how, how bad I thought about myself, why could I not do it if they could do it? Mm, Yeah. And, and social media, as much as it can be such a negative uh, hellhole, which I've experienced this week uh, with the amount of hate that I've been yeah. getting. Holy fucking shit. But on the flip side, the amount of love and joy that the community we've built and the community that we've been a part of has, has I guess, been able to create is just so profound. And there's so much more other than just me. There are so many other positive female creators as well who who do share their stories and share their client stories or just individuals, normal average individuals who are sharing their stories as well. And, you know, we can, it's all about, how do I like to say it? Filtering your feed, filtering your feed mm-hmm. so that you see these videos. So that when you are doom scrolling, you're not doom scrolling to negativity or doom scrolling to some sort of positivity, motivation, momentum of some sort. So I love that so much. And so you've seen this video, something's clicked in your mind and you've decided, right, I'm going to do some sort of movement. What was the next step? Did you, did you go and sign up to a gym? Is that what you did? So it was sort of the December 2022 time where I sort of had the idea in my head and I was like, okay, perfect. New Year's coming up, new year, new me. Um, And at the time I was actually sick. So I was sort of like fighting whether I should actually do any movement, but then sort of compromise my health and make myself worse. Um, But yeah, the first thing that I did when I, I think it was probably the 2nd of January last year, I just decided to sign up to my local gym. That was like a, I think it was like a 10, 15 minute walk away. Um, And that was quite daunting for me because I hadn't been to the gym for about two years prior to that, just based off of like bad experiences that I've had before. So obviously signing up is the easy part, but it's also the hard part because it's the first thing that you do to get you started. 
Mm, yes, 100%. Signing up can be such a big obstacle because we we have all these assumptions with the gym. Hey, so for you, it would have been, you know, your past experience. For some of my listeners, it's they were picked last in their cross-country team or they, I know I have had a listener had a conversation with her that she, you know, was picked on in school or for, for whatever reasons, her weight or for whatever. And we have these connotations with physical education or sports or gym that is just so negative and so horrible. So mm-hmm. you've signed up, you made the leap, then what? <laughs> Tell me more, spoil me. So on on New Year's Day, me and Joe, my boyfriend, we decided to go into town and I was like, oh, I'm going to look in the sale. And I found these two sports bras on the sale rack. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll try them on, like just to see whether they fit for whatever reason. Tried them on, they fit like a glove. Mm. So I was kind of like, is this is this fate? Is it like, is this meant to be? Like, is this the universe telling me that like, because obviously you need proper sportswear to go to the gym. Like nothing too expensive, but you need like a good quality sports bra and like some shorts or some leggings or some tracksuit bottoms. Like, so I was like, is this the universe telling me that I should go? Like this is just sort of more confirmation that I should go. So I bought them and I was like, well, I've bought them now. So I can't just let them sit in my drawer. Like I've got to use them. Um, And as I said, I was sick at the beginning of last year. My immune system was just not great whatsoever. Um, So I did wait until about, I think it was like the 10th of January or something. But then when I felt a bit better, I was like, I need to go. Like, I'm not going to go if I can continue putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. So I just had to get up one day and just tell myself that I was going to go. And it was really scary for me like my anxiety, my chest, the whole day I was just in my head about it overthinking because I went after work. So I was just in my head about it the whole entire day. And I just knew that I had to get up and go because I wasn't going to get anywhere if I didn't get up and go. So how was that first session? How were the first few sessions? And you can be as honest as you as you want or, you know, as vulnerable as you feel willing to be. How how was your anxiety or your gym anxiety or your self-consciousness during those first few sessions? It was really bad, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know whether it was just sort of like the preconceived ideas that I had in my head about the gym or sort of like ideas I had about the gym the specific gym that I was going to itself because it was quite known for bodybuilders and stuff. So I was like, oh my God, like, am I going to feel even more self-conscious than I already do because of these like big, strong men and women in the gym? Um, I remember my first session, I don't think I got off of the treadmill or like the bike or the elliptical machine. Like I just stuck to cardio. But what I did was I remembered what you said. I remembered you saying like, just go on the cardio machines and just scout out everything else in the gym, see what's around, see what you can familiarize yourself with, and then sort of just go from there. So that was literally my first session. I think I spent maybe 30 minutes on the treadmill, um, and then I left. And I was happy with it because I just stepped foot in the gym. Mm. And then slowly, very slowly, I might add, it wasn't like one day I was on the cardio machines, the next day I was in the weights room. Absolutely not. I just slowly sort of built myself up. Like one day I was like, oh, there's a machine that I watched someone else try the other day. I'm going to go and try that. And I actually found the message that I sent to you saying that I tried the leg extension machine and the leg curl machine. And I was like so proud of myself because that was such a big 
deal for me. Like I couldn't even imagine myself, whether it was like two weeks before, I couldn't even imagine myself doing that. Mm. So when I did do that, I had to celebrate the little milestones that I did and that I achieved because you've got to give yourself grace, especially when you're starting your journey. Yes, you might feel frustrated that you're not the strongest woman on the planet or you aren't as, you know, toned as that girl over there or whatever. But you need to give yourself that grace. You need to give yourself that positive reinforcement because if you don't, nobody else is going to give it to you. Mm. And at the end of the day, you are responsible for you. So you've got to keep yourself going. And, you know, obviously you, you can have the support from other people, but the most important support is the support that you give yourself. Yeah, it's so interesting. I'm I'm actually like getting a bit like teary when I hear you say that because I remember those messages so clearly. I think I was in the UK at the time as well. And it was just such a an exciting thing. And now to now to witness you and to see you doing deadlifts in the gym and to be, you know, confident and to to back yourself to actually physically be able to witness that and to have you here is just it's really fucking cool and you know, it's it's such a privilege to watch you and to watch your journey and to be a some some part of that. It's it's really fucking cool. And I think that um, you know, your story and your anxiety story and your confidence story and everything that you share, it's gonna help someone. It really, really is. And there's gonna be a woman listening to this who's in that same position, who's so scared to use that quad extension or that fucking ham curl or whatever it is. And you saying that you felt like that and that you're now in this position it's going to it's going to change things for her so i really want you to just sit in that and really understand that what you're doing is so important for yourself and for others i just want to hop on the back of that mm. obviously and just sort of say thank you to you like mm. you have i i you know i know i sat there and said you are your biggest supporter and only you can sort of you know push yourself to continue but you've honestly been the biggest help like i know that i only paid I think we did that like eight week challenge and I paid for those services because I couldn't afford like regular PT sessions, whether it was yours or, you know, even people in, in the UK, I just wasn't in that financial position, but just your account, your podcast episodes, your videos, like even just messaging you, like the first time you messaged, you messaged me back, I just felt so much genuine support mm. and that you actually cared. Like you actually listened to what I had to say and you actually wanted to help me. I've never felt that or got that from any other like influencer or person on social media ever. And your account is just such a positive, inspiring, homey feeling place. Sorry if you couldn't hear the bins outside. It's been day. Um, I'm so sorry. You're so but, fine. Um, you, your account and you, you yourself have literally changed, changed my world for me. Like you've helped me change my mindset completely on the gym, on taking up space, being a girl in the fitness industry, just all of it. And I genuinely don't think I could have done it without you and your support. So I just want to say thank you to you because you are the one that helped me change myself. You helped me change my mindset. Like, yes, I was the only one that could get up and go and do those things, but you facilitated it. You helped it. You pushed me. You supported me along the way. And without that support, I don't think I would have continued as long as I did. Mm, thank you. I, I really take that so deeply to heart. I really, really, and I cannot wait until I'm in the UK in June, July, and I can give you the biggest hug in the entire world. And oh my can, God, I know. <laughs> it's going to be so good. And 
honestly, the, the community that we've been able to build build is just so special. And I, I hope whoever's listening that you can jump in on that, whether it is, you know, just the podcast or the Facebook group or Instagram, whatever it is, however we can connect, I think is so important because you're right. The gym can feel really lonely, especially as a woman in the industry, it can feel really fucking lonely. And it's, it's hard sometimes, especially because we grow up thinking, oh, do girls really support girls? Do women really support women? And we're all kind of give each other the side eye and a bit jealous and a bit catty. And you saying that is, is really special. special. So thank you so much. And now when I, I, you were overcoming your gym anxiety, slowly doing different movements, incorporating different things. Did you have roadblocks? Did you kind of try something and then fail and then go backwards? Was there ever that? I mean, I can't think of anything specifically. I'd yeah. say my biggest roadblock was my brain. Mm. Like, I'm going to fast forward to maybe like two months in the gym. I was getting more comfortable with my physical gym, like the space it was, uh, the people that I would regularly see. Um, but again, it was just my brain. My brain was the biggest roadblock. Like, I knew that going into the weights room wouldn't hurt me. I knew that I knew that the people in there weren't going to immediately turn their heads to me and like stare at me. And, you know, I knew that they weren't going to do that. But at that point in time, I still couldn't even bring myself to step foot in the room. And I remember the first time that I stepped foot in the weights room, because that was how my old gym was structured. There was like cardio and then sort of like machines. And then there was a specific room for like free weights and weights and stuff. The first time I stepped into that room was the biggest achievement. I didn't do anything, mm. but I stepped into the room and that was the biggest achievement for me. And that sort of just like chipped a bit off in my brain that I could do it, but it was still so, so daunting. So I think, I don't think there was necessarily one specific thing I can pinpoint. I think just overall, my biggest roadblock was my brain. Mm. And that was my biggest limitation before I started the gym and even, you know, even now in the gym, it is still my biggest limitation because your brain is so powerful and it can convince you of so many things, whether they're right or wrong, or even whether you know that they're not true, you, your brain still convinces you otherwise. And I think that's why a lot of people don't understand gym anxieties because it isn't just feeling like, Oh, I don't want to go to the gym today. Like it's physical. Like it's a physical mm -hmm. feeling inside you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. that literally just feels so debilitating sometimes that you just can't bring yourself to go. And I know you know that feeling so well as well. I just think 
people need to give more credit to brains because they're so powerful and they can be so good and bad at the same time. Yeah, it's so interesting because your brain is connected to your stomach. So your Mm. brain actually has that nervous track that goes to your stomach and that's where you get the nausea. That's where you get that feeling of, I'm literally going to be sick. Get me the fuck out of here. It is literal. Like we're not just pulling facts out of our bum here. Like this is legitimate. It actually is crippling and it can feel just so physical. And, you know, I think I remember you, I can't remember, I think this is right. Didn't you go into the, the weights room and it was later on in the night or it was quiet and you did one of the machines? Is that right? Yeah, I think the first time that I went into the free weights room, I was with someone else. And I think that was definitely a key factor in the way that I was able to sort of get in there and actually do an exercise because I had stepped in there before but I hadn't done anything. So I, I think I remember being with one of my uni friends um, and we went in there and we just picked a bench. We shared the bench and we just started doing some, I think they were bent over rows with the dumbbells and we were right on the end of the benches, you know, sort of relatively close to the end, but I did it. And I think the only reason that I did it was because I had somebody else with me. But once I'd done it, I was like, nobody looked at me nobody nobody judged me nobody came over to me and told me that what I was doing was wrong and I didn't deserve to be there and you know I didn't have the right body to be in the in the weight section nobody came up and told me that and I think every single time I got myself in there and that didn't happen it sort of again just sort of stripped a little bit back from my anxiety to show like no one is going to tell you these things and if they do they're just not a very nice person but I've never experienced that in the entire 365 days that I've been consistently training. I've never experienced someone come up to me and say, you shouldn't be here or you're doing that wrong or you don't look right to be here. It's solely your brain. And but yeah, so getting into that weights room and doing the bench exercises was really the sort of turning point, I guess, for me. And it is funny because no one ever does come up and say that shit to you. No, it's it's the stories we tell ourselves. It's the narrative that we tell ourselves. It's the the internal dialogue where you pretend that that's happened. Or you know, I'm I'm so anti hypothetical situations. My partner says, "What if this happens?" I'm like, "No, fuck! What if? What if it doesn't exist?" (laughs) Because I've been down that rabbit hole where what if was so horrible, and I would be, you know, what if this person says this? What if this happens? And then you you just paralyze yourself through the what if story. And so now I don't fuck with hypotheticals because it hasn't happened. So when it does happen, I'll stress about it. But before then, yeah. I'm not going to stress about what if it does happen and then I get stressed again. It's just this mm-hmm. endless negative feedback loop. So if there's someone listening and they want to go to the gym and they're feeling a bit nervous, what would you say is some key advice that you want to leave them with? Okay, so... First and foremost, as basic as it sounds, just get to the gym. No matter like how hard it is for you, just get to the gym, step foot in the gym and stay there for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to sit in the changing rooms for five minutes or whether you want to go on the treadmill for five minutes or just anything that you're comfortable with. If you want to go in the corner and stretch, just get there. I think the most important thing is just getting there. And sometimes getting there is the hardest part even still like getting myself to the gym, you have the time to sort of talk yourself out of it. So I would say the key thing is getting to the gym. And then from there, 
baby steps. Just build yourself up, like whatever you're comfortable with. Because you know, some people might be more comfortable with dumbbells. You, you know, you know, just plonking themselves in the corner, doing a small little dumbbell workout, shy girl workout. There's so many online. Some people might be more comfortable with that, but me personally, I know I was more comfortable with the cardio machines. Yep. So that's what I went to. Just do what you're comfortable with and start with what you're comfortable with and just slowly, slowly, slowly work yourself up. Maybe add in one extra exercise at the end of your routine from a different area that you've not gone to before to just try and stretch yourself that little bit more. And I think you just need to keep on repeating those steps I know that it sounds really simple and trust me I know that it isn't just as simple as it sounds but you need to push yourself and you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because that is the only way that you're going to grow in the long term is if you continue to push yourself and prove to yourself that these things aren't as scary and as daunting as you think that they are at face value so, yeah, my biggest advice would just be to get in the gym, even if it's just for five minutes, just get there and, you know, appreciate yourself, sort of like tell yourself, like, good job. Like, I actually got to the gym. You did the hard part, which was getting to the gym. Celebrate yourself. And then just baby steps, tiny, tiny, tiny bits. Don't go in all at once and say, oh, I'm going to go and do five different sets on the Smith machine and, you know, 10 different machines. Like don't, don't do that. You're going to overwhelm yourself. If you feel like you can do that, then go ahead, obviously. But for me, it was baby steps. And I feel like for a lot of people with gym anxiety or just anxiety in general, taking it slow and going one by one is really critical and it can really help just sort of manage things. So you don't overwhelm yourself. Mm, and giving yourself the permission because I feel like we have this idea of, okay, we'll do baby steps, but actually taking that step back and going, hey, I'm giving myself the permission to go slow. Hey, I'm giving myself mm -hmm. the permission to just add one exercise. I love that example so much of adding one exercise at the end. That's such a good idea. Do everything that you're comfortable with, get the good workout in. And then if you feel ready, add that little challenge at the end. And either way, you've gone to the gym, you've done the thing, you've you've moved your body. And if you want to challenge yourself, that's an extra win. I love that so much. So now on your journey, what are you working on? What are your goals? So I think now, sort of a year on, I'm I'm sort of just sort of working out where I want to be and what I want to progress to. So I'm at the sort of stage where, you know, I've pushed myself. I've done the exercises and lifted weights that I never even thought I was able to, like deadlifts and hip thrusts and squats in the gym. I never thought I'd even be able to get to that point. So now I'm just sort of deciding what I want to do and where I want to go. My main sort of baseline goal is to continue with my body comp um, mm -hmm. and just sort of like change how my body's looking, sort of shed a bit of fat and stuff, but also just continue getting and feeling stronger in myself. And I think that is the key for me is just to continue getting stronger and building my confidence at the same time. Yeah, strong mind, strong body. I love that. I think that's so, so good. And I love that so much. And I think that, you know, your, your journey, this is just year one. Like you, you've imagined, yeah. imagine you've achieved this much in fucking one year. Imagine two years, three years, like the sky's the limit. And I love that so much for you. And I know that your confidence in a year from now, 
through all of the steps that you've said is just going to be incredible. So I'm so excited for you. I think 2024 is going to be a big year for you. And I know career-wise and and life-wise, you know, you've got a lot on your plate. And the fact that you're working nine to five, if not more hours, I know that you're working all the time and you were still able to fit this in and have this life-changing challenge fit into your life was a huge, huge achievement. And I guess a a final question actually that's just come to my mind is how did you do that? How did you fit this into your busy schedule? I decided that I had to make it a priority. Mm. I think a lot of people now just sort of either live to work or work to live. And I was kind of both. Um, I didn't really prioritize myself. So last year when I started this, I was like, I need to make it a priority. Like if I can't make it a priority, then I'm not going to achieve what I want to achieve. And I'm not placing myself into on that sort of hierarchy. I'm not placing myself higher than work. And I don't, now looking back on it and my opinions now, I don't think work should be your life. I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think it's good for your mental health. Yes, work is essential especially, you know, paying bills and all that kind of stuff. But your physical health and your mental health and you yourself is like, that is so much more important than working. And I just had to, I had to shift my priorities. I had to make myself the priority. I had to tell myself, okay, as soon as work finishes, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym straight away without even thinking of it. Like I just had to do it. I had to prioritize myself over work. And I think just in general, I don't think it's healthy to prioritize work that much. Mm, and for a lot of women, especially mums, you know, that gym time is the only time they get to themselves. Full stop. Yes. It's the only mm-hmm. time. And I speak to so many women on a daily basis who are like, yeah, I don't prioritize myself. I don't fill up my cup. I people please. Da, 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 da. And mm-hmm. when they start telling me about it, they go, oh, and they actually start to realize it for the first time in their life and, and realize how little they're giving back to themselves. And I know that for some of the women listening, it's a case of, well, they just, they literally can't not obviously work. They can't obviously not look yeah. after their kids, but there, I know for a fact there is some small moment of ability to have for movement or for time to yourself or for a five minute walk. I know there is. I know there is. Yeah. Whether it's when the kids mm-hmm. are asleep or whatever, we need to be looking after ourselves. Because if we don't look after ourselves, nobody else is going to get served. Our work's going to be shit. We're not going to be enjoying our time. And it's just going to be a shit show. So I love that so yeah. much and making it a priority. Like it's not a, it's not a want, it's not a, or maybe it's an absolute need. It's an absolute must. Mm-hmm. And I love that. That is all I have for you, my dear. I feel like we have covered all the fucking bases. Is there anything else that you want to leave our listeners with? Or have you got any final words you want to say? I guess just know that you are more powerful than what your brain is telling you. Mm. You you're so much stronger than your brain tells you. And if someone had told me, if I was myself a year ago, and if someone had told me that I was going to come on Angel's podcast, and I was going to talk about like my journey and my progress with gym anxiety and the mind shift change that I've had in the last year, because it doesn't always have to be physical. I feel like a lot of people online only talk about the physical changes of the gym. For me, my biggest change in the last year has been my mental change. Don't underestimate 
what you can do and what you can change in a year or even three months. Like you can change your life and you've just got to be willing to commit to yourself rather than somebody else, rather than a personal trainer, rather than a gym, commit to yourself and commit to the feeling, Mm. commit to how you want to feel. And yeah, just know that you are so much more powerful than you think of like anything you tell yourself, you're so much more powerful than that. And I think once you sort of start stepping into yourself and trusting yourself and going with the process rather than constantly trying to see results, I think you'll fall in love with all of it altogether and just completely change your mindset in a more positive way. Obviously everyone's slightly different, you know, what works for me isn't going to necessarily work for everyone, but just sort of take it with a pinch of salt. But the word, yeah, the key thing I would say is that you are so much more powerful than your mind tells you that you are and you're worth so much more than what your mind tells you. And if you can just work on those tiny, tiny, tiny little steps, like you always say, 1% better every day, mm. then you're going to get where you want to be. 100%. And it's so interesting that you say that because I I recorded something today that was talking about it doesn't matter what change you make to your body. If you don't make a change to your mind, your body won't be enough. And 100%. it's so true. You know, it doesn't matter what you or I do to our body. If we haven't healed our relationship with it, if we haven't healed our mindset, our mental health, we're never going to think that we're good enough. We're never going to take care of ourselves truly. And mm-hmm. for you, looking after your mental first is so powerful. And yeah, I, I, something else I've really stepped to, into the last few months has been that power key. Because for the last probably 18 months, I've preached it. But then I took a, mm-hmm. I took a realization and thought, well, are you actually stepping into that? Are you show, showing up on social media? Are you showing up to whoever as the most powerful version of yourself? And I realized the answer was no. And it's understanding that the answer can be no but what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, yeah. okay, I need to post more, more, more of my truth on socials. And for you, it was, you know, I need to challenge myself and, and step into the gym and, and be uncomfortable. And I love that. And I think that more women need to know that, especially women. We need to know how fucking powerful we are and how, how much, I don't know how to even say it. There's not really a word for it. how much magic we hold inside of us. I think that's the word, how much magic and impact yeah. we hold. Mm-hmm. We just have so much power, like the power and the community, especially like the gym girl community that you've built. Mm. It's just so like, I see the Facebook group or I see like the little group chats and stuff. And it's just so like, you just get that boost Mm. of like serotonin. You get that boost of power, like the feminine energy that everyone is tapping into all in one place is just, it's, it's a movement. Yes. And good feminine energy exists. Like, don't let mm-hmm. anyone tell you good feminine energy doesn't exist because in my community, there's no cattiness, there's no jealousy, there's no fucking gossip or whatever bullshit. It's only accountability, good heartedness and bringing each other up. And I think that that's an, another narrative that we need to we need to squash. So I love that. Jazz, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to to spend with us. And to those who are listening, one, if you're not following the podcast, the literal fuck you doing. And two, if you haven't done something for yourself today, Jazz, what should they do? Go and prioritize yourself. Yes. Go and do something for your motherfucking self. You deserve it. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.